Welcome to the Breezy Babies Podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 96, Oversupply, Undersupply, and Normal Supply. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hello, my friend. How are you? Thanks for coming and listening to my podcast episode today. Can you believe that this is podcast episode 96? I kind of can't even believe myself that I have recorded a podcast episode for 96 weeks in a row. (laughs) That is crazy. And what's so exciting is seeing thousands of downloads every single month. This podcast gets thousands of downloads, which is so, so flattering and so exciting because I spent years and years listening to podcasts myself. And I always had just this dream that I could have a podcast episode myself one day. And I didn't know what that was going to look like. I was always taking notes on things that I would want my podcast to have and how to even record a podcast and mics that I could buy and all this fancy stuff. And it's kind of funny. Now I don't even use a mic to record my podcast. Maybe I will get a fancy mic one day, but um, you know what? It's just not my focus to have, you know, all the fancy ads and the fancy mics. Really, I just love being able to show up and share helpful information with you and you listen. So thank you. That just means everything that you take the time to listen to this podcast episode while you're feeding your baby, doing laundry, driving in your car, whatever you were doing. Thank you so much for listening in. And hey, if you can think of a friend or a loved one in your life who could also benefit from the information that's shared on this podcast, would you share it with them? Or you could even take a screenshot of your favorite podcast episode and save it in your stories. If you um, tag me, then I would love to send you a free copy of my post partum planner ebook. And I love to share and, um, and just shower you with what I can when you take the time to, um, help my business. And in regards to that, we are coming up on the 100th episode of the Breezy Babies podcast. And I want to celebrate by doing some giveaways, even some big giveaways, not even just, you know, small things like my ebook, which is small, but so helpful. Um, but even big things like um, my baby massage course, or maybe even some postpartum, um, or sorry, some personalized pumping plans. Oh, I have too many products, you guys, <laughs> to keep track of it all. Plus mom brain as well, which is a dangerous combination. So I would love to give away some of my bigger products. And um, I want to choose winners based on just reviews like Apple podcast reviews, 
or even again, just sharing um, stories as it gets closer to my 100th episode. I want to pick a few of you to give away some of my products for free. So that's coming up in just the next couple of weeks. So start thinking about how you could share. And first of all, I want to start this podcast episode with sharing a review from one of my clients. This is from Brianna Colgrove. And she said, with my first child being 11 weeks early, I needed a lot of help nursing and realized the variety of IBCLCs and some not giving the best advice. Fast forward five years, my midwife recommended I follow Brianne and love, and I loved her content. She has very trustworthy information and I'm thankful to be able to achieve my goals with her help. Very gifted. Isn't that so, so nice? Not only a Brianna to leave that review and to, you know, schedule a telehealth consultation with me from someone who lives clear across the United States and trusted me to help with her lactation journey, but also for her midwife for, um, sharing my information with her so that she could get the lactation help that she needed. It's just so, so cool. I have, um, daily affirmations that I'm trying to get better about repeating daily. Um, I really got out of the habit during my pregnancy and now in this postpartum period, I feel like every day I'm just kind of in survival mode, trying to get back into some of my regular habits again, now that my baby's getting a little bit older and sleeping so much better at night. So I'm feeling more rested. And one of my favorite daily affirmations that I've said for years is I help families all over the world. And that's true. I do. I meet with families all over the world, not only all across the United States, but even families in India and all over the world. And isn't that so, so cool? I just think that's amazing. And there's something so empowering about those daily affirmations that when you say them as if they're are already true, instead of, oh, I would like to meet with families all, all over the world. When I told myself every day, I meet with families all over the world. It came to fruition. It became true. And um, that is so, so amazing. And you can do the same in your life as well. Um, Write out some daily affirmations and make sure you say them as if they're already true. And you can dream big, right? Like who knew someone like little me here in Utah could meet and consult with families all over the entire world to help them with their lactation questions. So really, really cool. Um, if you would like to check and see if your insurance covers free consultations with me or with Lex on my team, you can always click the link in the show notes. Um, Lactation Network is the company that does the billing for us. And especially if you have, uh, let's see, I think it's Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, <clears throat> Anthem, PPO, Sometimes Tricare, sometimes United Healthcare. <laughs> totally saying these just off the cuff from memory. Um, then you have a really good chance of getting six free consults. No, 
nothing paid by you, no deductible, nothing totally free. Just click the link in the show notes and you can just put in your information and you get back a simple email from Lactation Network, either saying, yes, you're covered or sorry, your insurance has not agreed to cover. So you don't lose anything either way. So check out that link, or you can always go to breezybabies.com. If you click on the telehealth consults, the link is there as well to check with your insurance. All right. So today I wanted to talk to you about undersupply, oversupply, and normal supply. And the way that I got the idea for this topic is recently I did a collaboration with a company called um, Majka, where they wanted me to uh, make a reel on this topic. And as I thought about how to describe and classify the difference between undersupply, oversupply, and normal milk supply, I thought it would be best to describe it with a scenario. So here's how it went. And if you follow me on Instagram, you already read this, but don't worry, I'm going to go into more detail and dive deeper. So this is what I said on my post. I said, um, which are you? referring to undersupply, oversupply, or normal supply. (laughs) And I said, if you're not sure, let me break this down. Let's take an example of a mom named June and a baby named May who is four months old and drinks around 25 ounces in one day. Side note here. Okay. I'm going off a little tangent here, but 25 ounces per day, 25 ounces in 24 hours is a totally reasonable amount for a baby to take in. It's actually pretty average. Some babies can take a little more than that, like up to 30 ounces, possibly 35 ounces in 24 hours, but you wouldn't want to see a baby over one month old taking in less than 24 ounces in 24 hours, which is super easy to remember, right? 24, 24, so easy to remember. Okay, let's go back to my story here. Let's take three common scenarios. Scenario number one, June would need, uh, sorry, June would be considered undersupply if she produced less than 25 ounces per day and would need to supplement with expressed milk, donor milk, or formula to fill in the gaps. Okay. Scenario number two, June would be considered normal supply if she produced 25 ounces with a little extra to spare. Moving on to the third scenario, June would be considered oversupply if she had enough milk to also feed May's twin, which that person does not exist in this scenario. There is no twin. It's just one baby. So that makes it super easy, right? Okay, I go on to say in my post, well, maybe not because you might now be thinking, hey, what if June exclusively nurses May? How will June possibly know she's making enough ounces for May? You see, June is smart. She knows that not every feed has to be measured to the exact amount because May is following her growth curve, plus having good diaper counts, plus meeting her developmental milestones, to name a few. And so um, if you are listening or reading these scenarios and you're thinking, hey, I would like to change. <laughs> I am an undersupply and I'd like to go from to normal supply or I'm an oversupply and I would like to go to um, normal supply, then the best bet is to work with an IBCLC because we can look at things like your health history and make recommendations as needed. So after listening to this, how would you classify your milk supply? Are you more undersupply, oversupply, or normal? 
Okay, something to think about because I will tell you that most people um, are not classifying themselves correctly. <laughs> not that that's like a bad thing, not to throw shade at anyone, but I just have clients all the time that are just like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I just don't think I have enough milk for my baby. Um, I need help. And then once we actually sit down and go through what's happening, um, I will tell them, hey, just so you know, you actually are more in the oversupply category. For sure, not in undersupply. Um, not even necessarily normal supply, but more in the oversupply category. And a lot of times people are floored. They're like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> so, um, let me break this down a little bit more to kind of explain each one so that you can really think and try and decide which scenario you fit into best. Okay. So tip number one is oversupply sounds great, but it comes with its own set of problems. Um, think clogged ducts, constantly leaking, engorgement, feeling uncomfortable, having more milk stored up than you even know what to do with. Oversupply sounds great, but it's not always as great as it's cracked up to be. Okay, so you see pictures of other moms on Instagram who just have a freezer full of milk. They breastfeed their baby and then they pump after or they attach on their haka while they're breastfeeding and they catch three, four ounces. And you're just thinking, oh my gosh, I can't pump out three to four ounces after feeding. What's what's happening. I must not have enough milk. I don't have a freezer full. I only have a couple ounces stored in my freezer. Something must be wrong. I must be doing things um, incorrectly. Um, you're not. Okay. <laughs> Again, the sweetest place to be is just enough for your baby with a little bit to spare. So, you know, I have some clients in oversupply who love it. They want to stay there. But if, again, they're having problems like they're getting mastitis and clogged ducts and engorgement and feeling uncomfortable and leaking all the time, I work with them to help normalize their supply. Okay. So again, it sounds great, but oversupply does come with its own set of problems. So um, don't push yourself into oversupply. <laughs> Tip number two is undersupply. True undersupply is really heartbreaking to navigate. So there are situations where a mom cannot quite have enough breast milk to exclusively breastfeed her baby, no matter what she does. Sometimes this can be due to anatomy issues, such as insufficient glandular tissue, or it could be due to hormonal issues like low thyroid or progesterone or testosterone levels that are off. This is not the situation where it's like, oh no, I didn't put my baby to the breast often, or I didn't pump as often as I needed to, and now my supply is low. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is the mom who truly wants to breastfeed and tries everything that they can, even working with an IBCLC, and they still have true low milk supply. This happens. It's not super common. It's definitely the minority of families that this happens to, 
but it does happen. And these families need support because it's really hard to navigate and it's hard mentally as well. There's a lot of guilt that can play into it, but I do teach that every single drop of breast milk counts. Every single drop of breast milk is significant. It's not all or nothing. Okay. So let's move on to tip number three. And that is normal supply is the sweetest place to be. All right. I'm telling you what this means when I say normal milk supply is this means that you have just enough breast milk for your baby with an ounce or two to spare. So here's what I see. Moms who say, I pump after I breastfeed and I can only get out one ounce. My supply must be low. Meanwhile, their healthy, chunky, exclusively breastfed baby is sitting right next to them. And I tell them, no, your supply is not low. Look at your baby. Look at your chunky baby who is feeding so well at the breast and growing so well, meeting all those developmental milestones. You have all that you need for that baby. And honestly, it's not normal to pump off three, four, five, six plus ounces after breastfeeding. Do some people? Yes, they do exist. And they're the ones that you see with a huge freezer stash full of milk because they have more milk than their baby could ever possibly dream of drinking. So the truth is that it's not the norm, okay? It's not the norm to be an oversupply and pump off multiple ounces after feeding your baby. And honestly, it's just not necessary. In fact, I've had so many clients end up donating hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of ounces because they have more milk than they could ever even dream of getting through before it expires. Again, it's not necessary to be an oversupply. It's not necessary to buy all the supplements and the galactagogs and the cookies and the drinks and all the stuff to just have so much extra milk. Save your money. Again, I'm telling you, it's the sweetest place to be to have just enough with a little bit to spare. That truly is the best place to be. So again, what if you want to change scenarios, work with an IBCLC, we can look at your situation. And first off, I can help make sure that you really are in the category that you think you are in. (laughs) Because again, a lot of times people think that they're in a certain category. And then when we actually talk, sit down, meet face to face, we learn, oh, no, actually, that's not what's happening here. Um, So when we sit down and talk, meet face to face, then you know, an IBCLC, whether it's me or someone else um, who lives in your area, we can help ease that move to change categories. For example, if you're an oversupply and you are over it, we can talk about options like peppermint or sage. I'm a bit more naturally minded, so I usually suggest those before something like Sudafed. (laughs) Not that it's bad. I just tend to reach for natural solutions first. So, Again, it's not necessary to go out and buy all the supplements, cookies, drinks, and pricey stuff to increase your supply, save your money. It's probably not needed. 
take that money that you would have spent on all the supplements and instead spend it on a consultation with an IBCLC. I'm telling you, it will be worth every single dollar that you spend. And side note, sometimes your insurance will, will cover consultations with an IBCLC. If you are wondering if that is you, click the link in the show notes, or you can go to breezybabies.com, either click an in-person consultation if you're in Northern Utah or telehealth consultation. If you live anywhere else, literally anywhere in the entire world, and you can check your eligibility through lactation network. There's a link there. Um, on my website, breezybabies.com that you can check to see if you're eligible for free consultations through lactation network. If you're approved, you get six free consultations at no cost to you. And if you're not approved, no worries. You can still pay with your healthcare spending account, flex spending account, or any major credit card, <laughs> whatever, however you want to pay, there's a way to pay for help. And the cool thing is, is that you can get help again, no matter where you live in the world. Chances are you probably do have an IBCLC who lives in your area. Um, but if not, you can always meet telehealth with someone like me or Lex on my team or any other IBCLCs. Most of us do offer telehealth care. And um, that's so cool because a lot of certifications, you cannot consult with someone outside of your state lines, but since IBCLCs, uh, are an international certification, we can meet with people anywhere in the world, which is so cool and so exciting. So there you go. Hopefully you feel more confident about oversupply, undersupply, normal supply. Hopefully you know a little bit more about where you stand. <laughs> where do you stand in this whole thing with milk supply? Again, my top three tips today on this topic were number one, oversupply sounds great, but comes with its own problems. Number two, undersupply, true undersupply is really heartbreaking to navigate. And tip number three was normal supply is the sweetest place to be. Thank you so much for listening in today. You know, I will be back next Tuesday with more tips and tricks for you. And of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You're a good friend to all. Have a good one, mama. Talk to you later. 